0: The year was 1973. It was the year that Richard Nixon declared, I'm not a crook. Gas cost 40 cents a gallon, and a new house would set you back about $32,000. We all watched Hawkeye, Trapper, and Radar on Nash, and we cranked up the radio to some great hits. Bear, bear,
1: Leroy
2: Brown. I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight joker.
0: It was also the year that two guys in Des Moines decided, hey, why not ride our bikes across the state of Iowa? Sounds like a reasonable thing, doesn't it? Well, 50 years later, guess what? We're all still doing it. RAGBRAI 50 is coming this summer, and this is DraftLine, a special podcast getting ready for the big event this summer that's coming, Carol, July 24th. All right, here we go. First podcast for DraftLine, which is kind of a limited time podcast. We're getting everybody geared up for Ragbri and Carroll this summertime. Over the next couple of months, we'll be talking with folks from the uh, the Ragbri committee in Des Moines, our local Ragbri committee, and of course, folks that have been on Ragbri a ton of times and everything in between. Anything you can think of. If you've got an idea of somebody for us to talk to, by all means, give us a call here at the radio station, 792-4321. So we're going to kick off this first one by talking about what's going on here in Carroll. And first up... We're going to talk with Katie Cruz, Ashley Schabel about what they're needing from folks here and what you can do to be involved. So here we go, our first episode of Draftline. So, scale of one to 10, how massive of an undertaking is this for the town of Carroll? It's huge. I, 10 probably. 10, 10? <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're learning every day. It's a little more than
1: maybe we thought. It's amazing how much time and effort and energy goes into uh, about a 12 hour stint in our
0: town. Yeah, so, isn't it crazy? I mean, yeah. is ready or not? It's going to be here and it's going to leave. Yeah, before I you know think it, we're
1: so. almost down to about 100 days, aren't yeah, we? I or think like so, 106 yep. days
0: or something does, like that. Does so. that make you stress a little yeah. bit when you say that? <laughs>
1: it does. It's it does.
0: Nice. <laughs> so, volunteers, it is a massive undertaking. You're going to need people for information. You're going to need a all. Over the place. What are you guys looking at for that right now?
1: Well, I am actually the volunteer coordinator, and the numbers are kind of staggering this year with this being the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of Reg Bry. There's expected to be a ton of riders, especially as they get closer to central Iowa. So we are needing as many volunteers as possible. If you want to help leading up to the event, that's possible. If you want to help a day before, day of, day after cleaning up, whatever it is, we need help. Are so, we
0: talking all ages, all any abilities? Yep,
1: yep. I have, um, I actually have a list of about 18. Different subcommittees here that I need volunteers for, ranging from is that beverage all? garden. <laughs> 18? Yeah, yeah, okay. yep, but just a staggering uh, 807 volunteers divided <laughs> up amongst that. But uh, yeah, if you want to, you know, beverage garden, campgrounds, electrical, public safety, whatever it is. We're going to try to put you in a place where, one, it's your level of expertise. So if you've been here forever, you know the directions of town, the things we have to offer, you'd be great for hospitality.
0: Everybody's Um, got a wheelhouse. Everybody's
1: got a wheelhouse. We've got jobs for kids. We've got jobs for the older population. So... Whoever it is, sign up and we'll put you in, a, in the right spot here.
0: Now, we're talking about donations now. I, I just donated a couple of bikes to the, <laughs> Thanks, to the effort here. Thanks, so. John. <laughs> oh, he even
3: said we could paint them. Yep, yes, ab-
0: <laughs> Absolutely, you can have these. So you're looking for lots of things, <laughs> lots of different things, not just money donations, but anything you got.
3: Yeah, we, um you know, as we started thinking about hospitality and decorating, inviting people in to kind of, you know, experience our town and stuff, we want to keep our You'll Have a Barrel of Fun theme. We're hoping to bring some of the history in with that and so um you know whiskey barrels and wine barrels that hasn't really been a problem for us yet but we wanted some bikes so we threw it out there i think we've collected a dozen already but we'll take some more because even if we have some pedals or some seats or handlebars you know we we would love to have that so let us know and you can go to our um, chamber facebook page with some information about that and all our forms are posted there too all kinds of
0: options available really really cool stuff so who do they contact if they got something they want to donate
3: you can contact me at the chamber i'm at the chamber Office a.shable at Iowa.com is my email, or you can call there to 792-4383. And if I don't know the answer, I'll direct you <laughs> to where right. you need to go. I've become very good at that. Were um, you guys so. a part of uh, the last time RAGBRAI rolled through? I actually rode from Atlantic to Carol nice. <laughs> the last time it was here. You so, survived yeah, I, the hills. I experienced it. I came through <laughs> Dedham and Willie and made it to Carol yeah. and about died. But, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's fun. I have never ridden the whole thing but have done
0: some days. It's crazy. It's
3: crazy fun, and I I can't imagine.
0: (laughs) 50th. What are you guys hearing about participation? I know they talked about record registration so far, but that doesn't really tell you the day-to-day stuff.
3: Yeah, high numbers is what they keep telling. us. I think right now the
1: registered writers were right around 20 to 22 thousand. Yeah,
3: I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Which
1: it's a little higher than it it typically is, but then they always say you have to account for those. I think they call them renegades. The, the yeah. ones that don't <laughs> register and just show up to your town and are like, hey, I'm here.
3: What do you want me to do? So
1: and
0: there will be plenty of those, I'm I, sure. I each each day they pick up and they drop off and things like that. The main place to get information is the, the Facebook page, you saying?
3: Yeah, right now and the radio. People want to hear you on the radio with all the information. So they can all call right. out here and you direct them our way. But yeah, the Carol Ragbri Facebook page has a lot of, we do have all the links out there, whether it's housing, food and vendor is there. Volunteer form is there. If you want to host writers, you know, we need homes too. So um if you are there, even if you're not and you want to offer your house, you know, mm-hmm. people would like a shower. And if it's hot, you know, July 24th, we might have a heat wave. So people like to get into some air conditioning, take a shower. So if you're willing to host some writers, we're looking for that too. And those forms are also
0: available. That is the wild card is the weather. How hot yeah. is it gonna be? What's it gonna be uh, like pre- that day? And-
1: predictions are Perfect. It's uh, gonna, that's Katie's the forecast the already. Weather. Yep. Perfect sunshine. weather. Sunshine 70, tailwind.
0: <laughs> I love the way you think of that. Yep. One there, Katie. So, Katie Cruz, Ashley Schabel joining us here. It is going to be a crazy scene in Carol, no doubt about that coming up in July. About 20, 25,000 riders, maybe. Who knows exactly what we're in for? But if you're thinking about riding Rag Right, do it. I mean, it is a great, great time. But you better be ready for it. And next up, we're going to talk with a guy who's fixed my bike more than a few times, Chad Onken with ISEC Bike Shop right here in Carroll. I mean, there's so many options when it comes to uh, different kinds of bikes, things like that. What do you need for your bike to be ready for the biking season? We talked all about it with
2: Chad Onken from ISEC right here in Carroll how crazy has it been tell me that our season probably started two weeks ago to tell you the truth and the weather got nice everybody got spring fever and went yeah, crazy we ran a sale we sold a lot of bikes sold a lot of gear got a lot of rag hype already looks around
0: the store man you, you just got no place to put anything else
2: i know we it's the most bikes we ever had i know we had 200 set up and ready to go so last five ten years how much busier have you gotten every spring well you can just tell by the store when we first came in there was bare spots and now we got three racks full of bikes and you just asked where our sitting space went and we had to take that out <laughs> to put our bikes. In.
0: i thought we're gonna come down here we're gonna have a nice little chat no nope, that's gone that's all that's all taken up by bikes so springtime getting ready to go I mean, is now like the best time to look for a bike when you're buying
2: Yeah, I know you just asked before about what we're selling a lot of, and we sold a lot of road bikes already. And I think those are the the customers that have been thinking about it all winter, and they're ready to pull the trigger February, March. Waiting for the thermometer to get to 60, 70 degrees. (laughs) And now we're we're getting our regular customers that come in a lot, You know, the ones that are out riding about every day. They're starting to bring their bikes in for tune-ups. The e-bikes are really popular. Yeah, we're going to talk about those,
0: certainly. But let's get back to the spring thing. Everybody's dragging their bikes out of storage, things like that. What do you got
2: for tips for them to get their bike ready to go? Well, there's like three basic tips I would recommend. I would check the tires, check for cuts, cracks. If you got any questions, you can bring them down here. Um, inflate them there's a recommended tire pressure on there inflate them to that pressure Uh, clean your bike just get bike wash or soap and water wipe the frame down clean the drivetrain there's degreasers that are bike specific i'd recommend using that and then when you get it all clean lube up your chain i mean that's the basics of bike maintenance really it's pretty super simple yeah and if you do that at home it's gonna save you money it's gonna make your bike run better
0: it's not complicated to work on a bike, but sometimes it can get complicated, right?
2: Yeah. If you start getting into the drivetrain, I mean, chain replacement, locker on your cassette, you know, with stuff like that, brake adjustments, that's all simple for us to do, but I know it can be frustrating. Is that the common
0: breakdown that you see? People coming in going, oh, man, I broke down. This is what's not going on.
2: Yeah. Our, our biggest breakdown are flat tires. I know like on a Monday morning, I'll probably spend most of the morning fixing flats in the summer.
0: <laughs> thats I mean, that's a, that's a pretty simple fix, but that people are bringing
2: it into you. Yeah. The front tire's not so bad. I think it's the, when you get to the cassette in mm-hmm. the back, it can be kind of confusing getting that all back together.
0: We live next to the Sock rail Trail.
2: Have you seen the ridership grow a lot over the last few years there? Oh, yeah. I see a lot of uh, out-of-town people coming in just to ride the trail. They know about it, and it's kind of some of them say it's on their bucket list to come here and ride that trail. Mm -hmm.
0: I've ridden a bunch of trails around the state. I really do think the Sauk Rail Trail is probably one of the best in the state. Yeah. This side of the trestle.
2: Yep. I mean, there's every six miles, there's a town where you can stop, Um, there's lakes on both sides of it. There's always a ride going on yeah, somewhere. about every weekend there's something going on. Do you get out and ride bikes much? I do. I love to ride bikes, but when you own a bike shop, you spend a lot of time working on them. <laughs> you don't get a chance to ride them too much. But yeah, we, we try to do the big rides, but I know a lot of the weekends we're, we're working on them. I see more and more all of the, uh, the e-bikes, the fat tire bikes, things like that. Are you selling a lot more of those? Yeah, so the fat tire bikes came out since we've been open, so we've seen that from the get-go. And the e-bikes were around, but in the last couple of years, man, they've taken off. I know we've been selling more e-bikes than kids' bikes. Yeah.
0: Fat tire bikes, I mean, that was actually invented because of the snow.
2: Snow and sand, yeah. we, We aren't seeing a lot of people riding in the snow around here, are we? No, there's a few diehards that ride them all winter, but I don't know. They're fun to ride. Everybody yep. thinks they'd be hard to pedal, but they're really not. You get
0: on those, uh, like, Crush Rock trails, things like that. Those are awesome.
2: Yep. They say
0: they ride just absolutely amazing. So, let's talk about the recumbent bikes. That's been something that's grown a lot,
2: too, right? Yeah. Uh, we sell a lot of uh, the trikes. We carry Sun and tear trike. That market's definitely taken off. And those also have the electric option they look a lot more complicated to work on are they they take a lot longer to set up i I mean usually a a normal bike we can put together in an hour and one of those things is probably three to four hours
0: well because i mean some options have just two wheels some have three and you know you can get a hundred different variations it seems like
2: yeah we sell more of the trikes and the just the two wheeled recumbents, but they are popular talk
0: about the e-bikes because man that's that that just seems to be all over the place that's what really has exploded the last few years and they're coming down in price aren't they
2: yeah there's different options i mean you've got your mid-drive motors they're going to be more expensive but like the rear hub motors uh we sell some of them now one thing about the e-bikes i see is everybody that takes one out for a test ride comes back with a smile on their face <laughs> i know we've got them all up at the lake and yeah, we let our neighbors and everybody ride them. And they just have a blast. I mean, that's that's really cool for even just people who are in town. Yeah. And that's you're seeing that, like in some of the bigger cities, people are getting rid of their vehicles, commuting or going to work on an e-bike.
0: Yeah, when it's nice outside, why not? I mean, try that. It, it certainly can't hurt at all. And I mean, price range, how much more affordable are these going to get,
2: do you think? Well, with that sale we had, we had one that was selling for right at $1,200. So, I mean, that's... That's, that's a, cheap. yeah. I mean, they, they were like four or 5000 not that long ago. Yeah, and that was an Electra. So, I mean, that's a, that's a top brand bike. That's like one of the number one selling e-bikes wow. in the United States. So, they are getting really super affordable. So,
0: so if somebody's going to be out uh, heading out on I mean, any kind of road trip or on a bike trail somewhere, what are the things they got to have in their pack? For you, for the bike guy, what do you need to have?
2: Even if you're not going to fix it, at least if you have a tube along with you and you get a flat, somebody's probably going to stop and help you. So I'd make some sort of a flat pack, have your tube with you, some tire levers, and a way to inflate it, either a hand pump on the bike or a CO2 cartridge, and then just a multi-tool. They're like 10 to $20, and they got about every tool on there you need to fix a bike.
0: Oh, Everything you need can, can fit in just a small little under-the-seat yep,
2: pack. Yeah, just really. a seat pack. That's, that's what most people use.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Ragbri,
2: are you guys going to get crazy busy during that time here? We usually get crazy busy without it coming to Carroll. <laughs> so I I don't even know what to expect. I know the numbers are way up. I know there's a lot of hype. We went down the announcement party. I mean, it's, it's going to be a big deal. Are you guys planning anything special for that? We're just going to be open. I know we're going to have a tent set up down here, but I think our shop's going to be busy from the time it rolls in till the Mm -hmm. next morning when it leaves
0: yeah the whole time i mean you guys are probably going to be down here so chad thanks so much for your time we appreciate it man it's a great talking bikes and we'll be down to talk to you more yeah i'm looking forward to the bike season john
2: it's good talking with you too
0: so that's it that's our uh, podcast our very first one draft line here getting you ready for rag bry 50 coming to Carroll this summertime again if you've got an idea or somebody that would be great on the podcast got great stories of ragbri to tell let us know 792-4321 just leave me a message and we'll get back to them we'll have more episodes of draft line coming up throughout the weeks months ahead all the way to ragbri in Carroll this summer